from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Welcome everybody to Legends Look Back, the podcast all about the original 151 for people who've got to catch them all. We're talking cards, anime, even the video games. Today I'm joined by the Brock to my Ash from Pewter City, Freddy C. How's it going, Freddy? It's going well. See that? Flash in the I, bling, man. I'd have to say, so I've got I've got a couple cards here and I blame you for sure uh, on, on all of these purchases that I've made. Why, why do people blame me for their purchases? <laughs> As the Pokemon connoisseur, you brought me back into uh, into the sword and the shield, into the mess. I like the way you pronounce the W in sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say, man, you you uh, convinced me to get back into it, and here I am amongst the Pokemon cards. And as you can see, I've got the uh, Blastoise VMAX here. You see that? Oh, unopened and everything. Just, just knock the yeah. microphone over, Freddy. Just <laughs> who cares about that? <laughs> Bash it. Got a little elite trainer box for the battle styles. Those are hard to one. get. That's that's part of the reason I want to go to my my local comic book shop. I'm wondering if they've got those, but they don't sell them at you know like MSRP. They sell them at you know a markup now because they've become quite collectible. Um, yeah, yeah. If, if somebody stages a break in over there in Tucson, you know it wasn't uh, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was somebody else. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you know the whole Pokemon thing. I'm learning who the new ones are, right? Uh, there's a there's, there's a, a lot plethora. To learn. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of po- new Pokemon. So uh, you know, it's it's uh, I'd have to admit it's it's a it's a daunting task, right? It's not like the original 151. You can't just collect them. Well, collect them there's a lot to collect. A couple years ago, I was going through the video games one by one, you know, trying to catch them all, and I finally did it. And I was like, all right, I did it, and I sold my 3ds. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, where'd they go? I need them back. And, and I'm so glad, Freddie, that we finally gone ahead and, uh, you know, got rid of the Star Wars stuff, went ahead and converted our podcast on over to uh, the Pokemon podcast, something we've, you know, it's been coming for a while, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. excited about this change. Hopefully everybody else is who's with us here in the chat tonight um, over here on YouTube. Uh, I know that you're, you're getting tired of the, the Star Wars in your life and you needed to, uh, needed to get some more of the Mons, am I right? Because tonight we are also joined by... The Misty of our crew from Cerulean City, Meg Dowell. <laughs> Meg, what do you think about hey. our, our our conversion from Star Wars to Pokemon? Uh, I, it's great. I mean, I'm along for the ride, whatever you want to do. So I approve. Do you need my approval? I'm going to say yes. That's not what I thought you'd say. I was expecting this. I literally have this in the notes that I sent Freddie because we did not warn Meg we were doing this tonight. Uh, I literally have this. Whenever Meg says these words, what's happening? Then we drop the bit. And so she hasn't said that yet. So we're just going to keep it going. Just like the Naked Palps meme that somehow continued to go. It was episode eight or nine. Uh, could have been 10. And here we are like 40 something in at this point, And it's, he's still going. All right. He's still unclothed. But we are going to throw him a retirement party. It's coming up soon. Jared. Meg, now I Jared. know that you're not as big into the Pokemon as we are. In fact, you have in our Slack channel complained or like at least vaguely, you know, passive aggressively hinted at the fact that you've learned a lot about Pokemon. I mean, and yet somehow you're okay with this change. I mean, I'm not like I have done Pokemon related things not for like 15 years, but I do have one question for you though, Jared. Okay. 
what is happening and how do I make it stop? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Freddie and I, we needed to do something a little bit out of the ordinary. Because, you know, it's the first time I've ever podcasted on April Fool's Day. I had to do something. had to do something. Now, she said it. She said it, Freddie. We're going to drop the bit. Taking off the hat. See if I don't knock over the headphones. Throwing it. Putting the cards away. Actually, had already put it away in the basement after last summer. Um, it was a Halloween costume from a couple years ago, and had to, had to dig it up yesterday. Got down there with the spider webs in order to find that sucker. And just just for the show, just for us, just for our, our faithful listeners, uh, let us know. What's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon game? Uh, what card should Freddy go on a, a vision quest to collect? Um, what action figure should my daughter and I look for tomorrow? And will she let me keep it? In fact, we had a fun... Uh, a fun little debate tonight as I pulled out our Pokemon plushies in order for this bit here on tonight's show for April Fool's Day. Um, and my three-year-old and I had to have a long talk about the fact that Charmander needed to appear on the podcast tonight and could not sleep in bed with her. <laughs> or as she calls him, Charman. You know, she, this little thing, you know, she makes him sound a whole lot manlier, is, doesn't she? Charman. Actually, I think this is my little brother's that I stole. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> Just if you're watching this. Is this yours? I have no idea. Uh, tonight we are not, in fact, going to be talking about Pokemon any more than we already have. Uh, wait for that in the Legends Look Back Discord tomorrow. See what my finds are. Tonight we are going to be doing something else a little bit wacky on uh, this April Fool's Day of a Star Wars podcast. We are going to be diving deep into the Legends catalog of Choose Your Own Adventure books. And it is going to be wacky and wild and weird. And Freddy's got one. Freddie, you want to tell them a story on on how you ended up with this copy of this book? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's a wild Jared ride. Mess- <laughs> yeah, wild, wild ride for me. Uh, Jared asked me for my address. Said, "Hey, where can I send this?" I gave him two to choose from. Thankfully, he picked the right one. Yeah, he was and, like, "I'm gonna be uh, traveling. There's a there's a chance it's gonna get here, but it's gonna be right up against the wire." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm hanging out with my parents, and uh, my mom goes, "Hey, you you got a package." totally forgot jared sent me anything <laughs> so i'm like what the heck did i order i open it up there, nothing jared doesn't say any there's no notes in there and i just open it up and it's it's the clone wars decide your destiny that was the moment i knew jared got it that's right it's a weird legends book i've never heard of that's definitely from yeah. jared absolutely yeah. all right here's the thing i showed this off maybe on last week could have been two weeks ago stream I've got the Clone Wars Tathan Battle Adventure. Uh, I've got book three in the series, or uh, Wook, uh, the Wikipedia, what a mess of a site that is. Uh, they've got <laughs> they've got this mislabeled on their site as book two in the series, when it is, in fact, if you can read the spine, book three in the series. So I don't know what they've got going on over there. Got a bit of a disaster, but uh, I was like, okay, well, we don't want to read book three on our podcast. We went book one. So I ordered us both, same day, same time. Book one, The Way of the Jedi, Clone Wars Decide Your Destiny. Freddy got his in Arizona that I sent him. I ordered one for myself, not here. Now, what I could have done <laughs> is I could have ordered Freddy the book that I already had, so we would both have the same book. So now Freddy has book one. I have book three. We do not, in fact, have matching copies of the book for tonight's show. So it's going to be even wilder and weirder than I had originally anticipated. Is that about sum it up, Freddy? It's going to be interesting. We'll see how this goes. 
That's right. Well, before we get there, and I'm so excited for us to dive into these suckers, uh, what a weird, wonderful history Legends had with some of these books. And in fact, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the recent canon dive into Choose Your Own Adventure books, uh, and we're even going to play a little bit or play around a little bit with one of those tonight as well uh, in an interesting format. So um, before we get there, we've got a little bit of Legends news and our ever-popular, increasingly... A desirable mailbag segment. In fact, I had so many things to show off last week. I had to, I had to rein myself in. I'm just gonna save them for this week. Now, Meg, I saw in Slack today that you had a delivery, a package. In fact, you might call it uh, uh, like a, a Santa sleigh worthy kind of package. You got, you got a lot in the mail today, Meg. You want to show off your haul? I, I did. If one of you will talk for for thirty seconds, I can absolutely do that. We've got like a crew of people at uh, Utini who are big into the Funko Pops, and we're constantly messaging each other uh, a little bit into the Discord, a little bit into the Slack, saying, uh, hey, these Funkos are up for pre-order. Sometimes we blame each other for our purchases. I I feel like I get blamed more often than I should. I've got (laughs) way fewer Funkos than Meg, than Eric, than Emma, more than everybody else, but fewer than them, and yet somehow I get blamed for these purchases. Uh, Freddie, do you own any Funkos? I don't think you've got any, do you? Uh, it, I just have that giant Stormtrooper Funko. Oh, yeah, that... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big. I somehow it escaped my mind. Its head is about the size of my head, so that gives you an idea of what it looks like. It's and the absolutely size, massive. The girth of that oh. Stormtrooper. You got any uh, any books to show off this week? Any any collectibles? I don't guess it has to be books. Last week, you showed off Pokemon cards. <laughs> you got any Star Wars stuff for our very yeah. Star wars episode on our Star Wars podcast? So I just found this in my local bookstore. Uh, it's Episode One: Phantom Menace, the uh, graphic novel. Oh wow! So show that up again. I want to look at uh, Anakin's face. It's looking a little. Oh yeah, chubby. check that out. Got some baby fat on those cheeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you an angel? Yep, that's him. <laughs> Beautiful. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to read this. Actually, the the art style is is you know fairly, I would say standard comic book. I mean, everyone kind of. Uh, Anakin has a very interesting looking face in most most panels. Uh smashed in, but it you know, I love mm, I love comic books. I saw, I saw uh, <laughs> uh, Kitster there. Oh yeah. Who's where's Kitster nowadays great. anyway? Where is Kitster? Uh, That's the question. <laughs> uh so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I just picked this up, but also I found well, I shouldn't say this. My mother found something for me in in the tomes as she was searching. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have Meg shows her show her off uh, her her Funkos off or what I think she's got a pretty nice her box. Haul. It's a box of boxes. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if Meg's ready for that yet, but uh, I right. am here. Okay. And I <laughs> I grabbed the one that was on the top, and it is uh, Gar Saxon, and he still has sticker on his box, which is great. Can we get but, a, Can we get a live unboxing, Meg? Uh, no, because it's very it's wrapped in things and but look at him. I have to uh Oh, it's in a protective yeah. case, yeah. isn't it? So I have to um oh, stick cool. to my uh brand here. So Rebels, not Legends, sorry, but woo. Uh okay, hold on. Gar Saxon is like he's in Legends first. Yeah. Right? Um he's in like what, a couple episodes of Is he is he in Clone Wars at all before the Son of Dathomir comic? I, kind of I, you know, I should know question. these things, and I just don't. I don't yeah. know. Son of Dathomir is an interesting. You know, he comes. He's definitely in that, and it's interesting because like it's a Dark Horse comic that's canon. 
Oh, well, Freddie's got a poster? Oh, my gosh. What is happening? <laughs> We're just talking, Meg, and I look over, and Freddie's Vanna Whiting, this massive Star Wars poster. That's amazing. It's Yoda with the books. That's actually a controversial poster, Freddie. It's from the cover of um, the Essential uh, Reader's Companion. It's controversial because in Legends at that point, uh, paper books were not a thing, or at least not very po- – oh, my gosh, it's covered in what? books on the back? Freddie, how are you going to decide which side to display? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tough. That's a tough thing. When it comes to reversible posters, you've always got to buy duplicates so you can show off both sides. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's great. She comes up to my mom. Comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, do you still want this?" I, I looked at it. I was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> I Where need did this. you get that? So, so she uh, found it. So you already owned it. It was buried in the in in the emperor's vault. So there's there's two places I may have gotten it. One. Is that Rancho Obi Wan, and the other one might have been at like Celebration Five or something like that. Oh, at Rancho Obi Wan, nice. Did you steal it from from Steve's collection? Plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's probably not something to joke about. I know that's actually happened. They had an employee stole things. It was a yeah. whole thing. There's a lawsuit. Uh, I've got a lawyer. All right, it's not my fault. So does Freddie. Um, <laughs> I will say this much: those. Do you know about the controversy surrounding that artwork, Freddie? No, I never heard of it. What is it? About how in, in Legends, like for the most part, books are all on data pads, right? I'm trying to find oh, my iPad right. here. Right, they're on data pads. And so the fact that like Yoda had a, a paper book is is controversial. And now obviously in canon, we got the sacred Jedi texts. Um, and so it's like yeah. become a little bit more of a, of a commonplace um, uh, you know, event to have a, an actual paper book. But in Legends, it was like, you know, fan outrage. Can you believe Legends fans were outraged over something? <laughs> hey. What a what a concept. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what I'm not outraged about is that poster. It's glorious and beautiful, and I can't wait to see it when it's up in your Star Wars room at home. Um, you're going you're gonna to try to fly back, drive back home with that thing? you got to be careful. you got uh, a poster tube? I do. I have quite a few poster tubes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fly it back, or uh, I'm going to drive it back because... Uh, after looking at it, it, it and seeing all the Legends books on there and getting really nostalgic, it, it was it was pretty awesome. That was the time when when Legends was not Legends, so that's right. Um, was it canon? Well, that's debatable. But uh, <laughs> do you does it have a does it have Trusa Bakura on the back? It does. It does. In fact, that's good. That's important. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple to show off. These are, in fact, I'm ashamed to say, canon books. All right, I do. I've read. I've read pretty much all the canon books. I think Meg and I are, are are pretty neck and neck on the team for who's read the most canon books. It's it actually has to get into kind of the nitty gritty, uh, not adult novels in order for us to sort out who's read the most. But I finally picked up. I'm just a, like three or four hardcovers away from having all the canon hardcovers. I got Rise of Skywalker back in you know what January when this was released. But I didn't own the other two in hardback until last week. I found incredible deals on The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. Force Awakens, pretty cheap and easy to get in hardcover. Last Jedi, though, very expensive, very hard to find. I got an exceptional deal on it. It's in, I'd say, like, you know, like 85 to 90% good condition. Um, so it's, like, you know, about as uh, good enough. Good enough, right? It's, it's not bad condition. But it's not perfect condition. That's exactly exactly the kind of deal that I go for on Star Wars books. Uh, you got to find those that are like passable but not perfect. That's where you get your deals. Am I right? It's a nice looking book. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great cover. I mean, say what you will about the Last Jedi, uh, but you know the the red and white is just such a glorious uh, color scheme they've got going on here. 
pretty cool. It's also nice to have uh, the complete trilogy, the sequel trilogies. Now, I've got the, the hardcover Barnes & Noble edition. It's just out of reach of the original trilogy novelizations. I've got the Books a Million prequel trilogy, all three novelizations in one bound volume. As far as I know, there is not in existence a sequel trilogy um, collection of all three novelizations in one bound volume. Do you guys know of one that I somehow uh, missed my radar? Do you think we'll ever get one? Huh. That's a good question. Uh, I wouldn't see why not. Yeah, I mean, hey, you guys ever find out about it? I know it's not Legends, but you guys shoot me a a message in the Discord if you ever find out about it. And uh, I'd love to be able to uh, stick it up on my shelves in the collection right alongside uh, these others. It it kind of drives me nuts that I've got them in bound form for the prequels and the originals, but not for the sequels. It's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. That's the kind of collector that I am. Well... Um, what, what an incredible amount of stuff for us to show off on the show tonight. I'm sure we'll have some more wacky things to show off next week, maybe even some Pokemon figures. We'll see. Uh, we also, in addition to our mailbag segment, uh, have a little bit more Legends news this week. This is pretty exciting. Freddie, did you see this uh, news break earlier this week about the Republic Commando game? I did, and I have my browser open on the page with a timer that says 14 days, 12 hours, 1 minute, and 56 seconds. Yeah, Meg's got it uh, up on the screen for us right now, and that is that through Limited Run Games, which some of you are more familiar with than me, thank you to Jacob, a.k.a. The Spice Den, in our chat for uh, pointing this out to us, that he's gotten some of the collectible Legends video game deluxe you know, versions in the past from Limited Run. I didn't know these existed. That's why we need our internet friends to point uh, point out the, the needless things that we absolutely have to have in order in order to spend our hard-earned money on. And I got to say, I'm so excited for this. The, the, the collectible deluxe edition kit. Now, I haven't made my mind up. I've got both a Switch and a PS4. I'm not sure which one I'm going to get yet. Uh, there's a good chance it'll be both, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's got like a collectible pin. There's a poster. There's a steel book. I'm trying to remember what else is included there. Um, it's just an incredible amount of, of Republic Commando gear, and um, especially if you collect these limited run uh, deluxe editions of some of these other games. I know they made one for Jedi Outcast and uh, one of the old classic Star Wars games as well. Um, this is definitely be something to pick up. It goes on sale on April 16th, um, and... I, for one, am definitely be picking this up. There's something special about the fact that this ties into the Republic Commando book series, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, Meg, you came on two episodes for, what, four books? Two episodes, four books in, like, two weeks? It was a lot of reading, it, wasn't it? It, it <laughs> was, but, yeah. I um, Yeah, we talked about those. So I've, re- I've probably read those books more than any other Legends books at this point. There so, you go. Yeah. Yeah, some of the most divisive Legends books. Oh, yeah. man, I got absolutely <laughs> yeah. eviscerated for saying something nice about those books on Reddit oh, one no. time. <laughs> Just like all I said was, hey, I like those books. I recommend them. And people were like, heretic. It's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're good. Have you heard of Mirrored, the hermaphroditic flying dog? I mean, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's They're so great. cool. It's so awesome. <laughs> so... Uh, Meg, have you ever played the game? You ever played Republic Commando? We should do like a Legends Look Back uh, stream or uh, we, I don't know. I'm not much of a gamer, but I'll definitely buy it. Yeah, I um, I I, I feel like I remember maybe playing it once or twice, Um, but I think Corey also was playing it a while ago on game night for like oh, cool. a couple hours, I think. Yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. Doing them drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Excellent. Well, <laughs> I'm excited to pick this up. Um, we'll see what we can make happen there with the video gaming and uh, the plugging in of the systems and the switches and the PS4s. And I did get a little bit of a notice, though, from Jacob that sometimes uh, buying these from Limited Run... It, it can be a little bit of a wait on actually getting them delivered to you. You will get them delivered, he said, uh, maybe on one of the, the Jedi Outcast games that he had purchased from them. It took, uh, you know, six or seven months. So Oof. this is, like, definitely worth the wait if you're into the collectability of it all. If you, like, absolutely have to play the game immediately, you might want to buy the digital version. Um, but, hey, we are nothing if not completionists here at Legends Look Back, so let's just buy all the versions. Am I right? Now, a little bit more house keeping before we move on to the meat of the show and that is we had a giveaway uh, freddie tell us about the giveaway yeah so we had a giveaway made up of three books and one legends look back sticker and those three books were uh let's see we've got true set bakura right and i always forget them but we've got heir of the empire uh, heir of the empire and then i believe the last one was uh x-wing rogue squadron yeah so not necessarily the same recommended um Books that we've got, you know, in our Foundational Five at Utini, though we did discuss those on that episode, an evergreen episode, one to send to your friends who might be considering getting into Legends books. But these were our recommendations, three perfectly good places to start. And uh, so the winner on that was Master1177. Master, you are running out of time. you got to go on over to Twitter and uh, claim your books. If not, we're moving on. And somebody else is going to get them, and uh, they're going to love them. And then they're going to display them in your collection. In their collection, they're gonna, you're going to have to visit and look at the books on their shelves and ask to borrow them. And then you're going to have to sign a contract that says you promise to return them, unlike my neighbor, Eddie, who still has my Vector Prime. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to get it back. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, excited to introduce some more people to Legends. What about you? Yeah, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for you know whoever ends up receiving those books to actually read them and, and let yeah, us know right. <laughs> let us know what you think. Yeah, don't just pawn these off on the internet because of the fame of the fact that you got these from Legends Look Back, um, signed by Freddie C. himself, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, these are to be read and then passed on to somebody else. Absolutely. It's a good point, Freddie. Now, tonight on the show, these are not necessarily the books I've got to say in comparison to Rogue Squadron and uh, Heir to the Empire, Trusa Bakura, maybe not the same books that I would recommend for a Legends noob. However, a really odd, interesting, weird place in Legends history. We're going to be talking about uh, some Legends choose-your-own adventure books uh, modeling for you tonight. I've got uh, The Return of the Jedi choose-your-own-adventure. Uh, I've also got the... This is like the holographic one, too, which is kind of cool. you got Ooh, Luke and nice. Vader dueling. Found this one at... Uh, my local thrift store. I had to actually book an appointment to even get to go into the bookstore. And then my wife and I divided our 15-minute appointment between the two of us. And I ran out to the van in the rain, handed her my wallet, and said, I've got six books at the counter. Go in. Now's your chance. Anyway, came out of this one with one minute to spare in our 15-minute appointment. And then also, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Clone Wars uh, Decide Your Destiny series. And Freddie, of course, got one over there as well. Uh, Freddie, have you ever read Choose Your Own Adventure book of any style, Star Wars or, uh, or otherwise? I I remember playing a couple of MS-DOS Choose Your Own Adventure games, <laughs> uh, but I never really read a book. So this these are the first ones that I would, would have ever read, to be honest. So it should be pretty interesting. Uh, Meg, how about you? You ever uh, done the Choose Your Own Adventure thing? Uh, I have not. 
that I can remember. Never read a choose your own adventure book? I mean, I Exciting. I may have I've read a lot of books, okay. I don't know. I may I may just <laughs> not remember. Maybe we'll get a fan to scour your Goodreads and see if there's one in there. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm not sure that I would chronicle a Choose Your Own Adventure in Goodreads. Maybe I have. I probably have with the Star Wars ones I've read. Because, of course, the idea here is there's you get some agency in the book. You get to the end of a page. You get to decide, uh, does my character go this way or that way? And sometimes your character just straight up bites it. You know, uh, <laughs> you get bitten by a big deadly crab. And it's over. It's just like your story has ended. Go back and make better choices, bro. And it's kind of a, a, a taste of of uh, humility, you know, a little bit of a dose of, hey, you made a bad choice. Life is full of choices. This was not the right one. Um, let's start over. It can be a little bit maddening, can't it, to, to have to start over at page one if you've spent two or three hours in one of these and you don't remember <laughs> where you made the choice that, that sent you off on the wrong path. Isn't that how it goes, Freddie? That's usually how it goes. Uh, you know, you, you spend, you, you put all your investment into this character. You're making some good decisions. You're taking a pathway. Before you know it, you're getting impaled by, by uh, you know, a random <laughs> giant wasp or something. That's right. So That's right. What kind of books have we been reading with crabs and wasps uh, biting <laughs> us and impaling us? Uh, I want to say shout out to Jacob in the chat who says, in true Legends Look Back 90s fashion. I can't even say this. In true Legends Look Back 90s fashion, I read the Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure books growing oh, up. Oh, that's which so is cool. Insanely epic. Um, in in junior high, middle school, fourth or fifth grade, I actually had read like all the books in my reading level in uh, our elementary school library. It was in Oklahoma in like you know the early 2000s. We were like second worst educationally in the entire U.S. So <laughs> that's not saying much. The fact that I had read all the books in my reading level. In the library, so I would actually get to get on a school bus and go over to, like, the junior high, one level up, to borrow books from their library in order to complete my AR goals. And I'm getting sweats just thinking about those AR goals. <laughs> Man, so stressful. You see that those yellow screens in my sleep. Anyway, I remember finding, in addition to like those, you know, eight, you know, higher level books I was supposed to be reading, the classics like Robinson Crusoe and The Adventures of James Cook. The you know, a, a, a explorer who discovered New Zealand or whatever. I, I remember also finding a Spider-Man choose-your-own-adventure book and sneaking it out of the library because I was only there for, like, academic purposes. But I was like, I'm going to get this book. I'm going to read it. If it's the last thing I do, I remember finding these splash pages of Mysterio trapping me in his fun house. And then it was like <laughs> I had killed Spider-Man right there in the library. And it was such an exciting experience. Now, um... In Star Wars books, I'm going to give you a little bit of trivia here, Freddie. What person point of view are the vast majority of Star Wars books written in? Uh, usually it's in third person, right? Right. Absolutely. It's in third yeah. person. Now, there are a few Star Wars books that are controversial for and notable, infamous, you might even say, for being written in a, um, a different point of view. Do you know what those books are? Meg, oh, I especially see. want to hear your perspective on this. One of Corey's favorites, uh, I, Jedi. There's one. That's right. It's written in first person. Oh, God. In case no. that wasn't evident by the title, no. I, Jedi. <laughs> Meg, do you know what the other uh, most notable, there are some others, uh, a little lesser known books. Um, the, the other very notable, I can already hear you groaning over there. First person Star Wars book is? I'll give you a hint. It's canon, but it was almost Legends. Are you really going to make me say it? 
I'm going to make you say it. It's going to happen. I'll wait right here. I've got nowhere else to be. Heir to the Jedi. I'll give you a hint. It's got noodles. That's right. Heir to the Jedi. Jedi. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy about this. Why? I mean, you know why. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Um, There are a few Star Wars books, very few, written in first person. Now, there are some that are written in third person, but a different kind of third person that are controversial for their own way. That is, in particular, like uh, the Aftermath books. Those were controversial for having a different writing style. Instead of being written in third person past, you know, these things happened in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, after all. Uh, with Windig in the Aftermath series, there was a sense of urgency, and uh, these books were written in first in, in third person present, right? So uh, Wedge jigs his uh, ship to the left, and he swerves to the right, and then he crashes into the planet's surface. It's in present tense. Well, the Choose Your Own Adventure books are neither in third person past, third person present, or in I Jedi, Heir to the Jedi, first person style. They are, do you guys know, what point of view are Choose Your Own Adventure books written in? This is not in the show notes. This is me just being nerdy. Silence. Uh. You got this. I'll give you a hint. All you have to do is open a page to the book, Freddie, and you'll figure it out. <laughs> Let's see here. You ready? <laughs> I absolutely I am. As you and Jalen approach the diminutive Jedi. <laughs> okay. I mean, these are yeah. definitely like a like a first person ish. They're second person. That's the second crazy person. thing. They are That's like crazy. the only books in existence in any genre, for the most part. Sweeping declaration, the only books ever written in second person, where you are the main character. Not he, not she, not they. It didn't happen in the past. It's not happening in the present. These are just, you are making the decisions right here, right now. I guess that's happening in the present. I just messed that point of view. And and <laughs> uh, what's the other thing called? Tense. Meg is always editing my my writing and i can't figure out tense for the life of me can i meg <laughs> well it's it's hard with um star wars because uh we don't need to get too deep into this conversation but star wars <laughs> the story is in the past cuz like it's a long time ago but you're talking about the character in the pre- it's a, it's a whole we've had so yeah. many debates about this about how to do this yeah, that's right. I have given up on trying to figure it out. I just write the rough draft and let, let Meg sort it out in yeah. post. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's going great. She loves it. It's wonderful. It's, everything's uh, great. By the way, Meg's got like 10,000 words of writing of mine to edit over the next few days. It's going to be great. Well, tonight fine. we're going to be uh, actually playing along with some of these books live. We're going to give a little bit more trivia about them first, though. Now, um, if you are wanting to dive into the dearth of Legends Choose Your Own Adventure books, Freddie, where would you start? Uh, well, I mean, number one right here, the one you sent me. I've never read any of these before. Uh, start so at page one. You're gonna start one. with the one that I sent you. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, this is where I'm gonna head. This is my this is my adventure right here. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, and of course, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how exactly this goes, and I, I just I was laughing so hard at the way to pick the next page. We're going to dive into that in just a second. Yeah, Yeah, so this is the most notable Legends Choose Your Own Adventure series, I will say. The Clone Wars um, Decide Your Destiny series. Of course, these have, let's see, what do we have? Five books here. You've got Way of the Jedi, Tathan Battle Adventure, The Lost Legion, Crisis on Coruscant, and Dooku's Secret Army. These were published in 2009 and 2010. 
Uh, three were published in July of 2009. Two were published in January 2010. The crazy thing is almost every single one of these has a different author. It's insane. I can't think of any other Star Wars series that has uh, four different authors across five books. The authors are Jake Forbes, Sue uh, Bayrent, Tracy West, and Jonathan Green. Four authors, five books. Um, man, I, I'd like to think that there was a fifth author, but then they accidentally made the wrong decision and got <laughs> impaled by a giant wasp or something like that, right? Um, this comes from the publisher of, of Star Wars books that I've never even heard of, which is crazy with all the Legends books that I've read. Uh, this comes from the publisher Grosset and Dunlap, which almost sounds like a couple of Cantina characters, doesn't it? It does. I'm looking at it now. Grosset let's, and Dunlap. Let's play a game. Is this a publishing company or Cantina aliens? <laughs> Coming up at five. Um, oh, we've also got uh, a crazy bit of Legends history with these, and that is each and every one of these books had its own share of interactive content that's now defunct and expired and lost to the interwebs forever. If it's out there on the darknet somewhere, somebody please send me a link. Um, but like, warn me, like, please, like, you know, check it out first, do the clicking and tell me whether or not I need to use a VPN to access these things. Um, in fact, on the very first page of this book, before you even get into, you know, the very first, um, the very first decision that you've got to make, it says, go to starwars.com slash decide your destiny. Click begin to launch the book selection screen. I opened this up the other day, went there and starwars.com was like, nah, you don't need that. It never existed. You can go about your business. You need to go home and rethink your life. Not even Wikipedia has backup links on these. They're gone. Can you think of any any Star Wars books that have ever had a trailer? I mean, I think you can count them on one hand, right? I mean, Mark Hamill did like the infamous commercial for the New Jedi Order. Um, but yeah, these this series has a trailer. Look at this animation. Isn't it glorious? Move along. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Freddie, what was your favorite part of that trailer? I think mine was when Ventress was totally just like a still image, but like they move <laughs> yeah. her a little bit from here yeah. to here. Yeah. And then she blocks the lightsaber, the blocks the blaster bolt with the lightsaber here to here to here. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. That, that reminds me of something I would have played in like high school or something, like, a, you know, during computer class of some sort that I should have been doing, uh, you know, some kind of programming i don't know instead i was playing star wars (laughs) it almost looks like yeah those those computer games from like 1999 that you would have to load up on dial-up internet like i would (laughs) i would turn on the computer and log in and then like go make myself a snack and then i'd come back to my computer and then i would like go to the website and i'd go walk the dog and then i'd come back and i'd start loading the game and i remember having like a bionicle video game on lego.com that i spent (laughs) must have been two years playing and it was it was very much like that same art style. It was amazing. So now the Clone Wars Decide Your Destiny books, hey, we don't have access to the online content other than that glorious trailer that you definitely didn't hear us talking over. Um, <laughs> but what we do have, of course, are the books themselves. And so we are going to be spending a few minutes actually playing along with these. Now, if you are with us here live in the chat, you get the interactability of actually helping us decide on our choices. So when we get to a page-turning uh, Flip decision. Uh, help me with this. When you get to a part where we actually have to choose to go to uh, on this page, for example, if you give in to Ventress, turn to page 149. If you fight, turn to page 43. If you run, turn to page 121. Well, hey, everybody there in the chat, you can put in your numbers, and we're going to take a vote, and um, we are going to go with the winner, of course, and uh, you are going to help us collectively 
make our decisions. Uh, does our character live or die? It is up to you. And if it's your fault, then next week you can help us throw a, uh, a funeral. Uh, much like the funeral that we had for Corrin Horn last week in the X-Wing episode that then he ruined. He ruined his own funeral. It was amazing, <laughs> as only Corrin Horn can do. Now, before we do, Freddie, there's just a few other Legends Choose Your Own Adventure books. You want to tell them about them? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know this, actually, but it seems that the uh, original trilogy were, they had some, what was it? They had some uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books for the original trilogy? Yeah, yeah. I've got this one here, like I mentioned, for... Um, Return of the Jedi, I'll just give you a little sample. We're not going to play along with this, but uh, here's a good example of things going wrong for Luke in, um, well, I'm not exactly sure who the main character is on this page. This is page 40 from the Return of the Jedi, Choose Your Own Adventure, from Christopher Golden, who is, in fact, a different person than the Star Wars author Christy Golden. I googled it, not the same person, in fact. Okay, so here we go. Here's where things uh, happen a little bit differently in... Return of the Jedi. You run at the beast, swinging your lightsaber and cutting into its backside. The huge creature abandons Lando and turns to you. You hold your lightsaber up, ready to hold off the Rancor's attack by cutting at its huge paws as it attacks. But the thing reaches out and grabs you, lifting you from the ground. The lightsaber falls from your grasp. The Rancor starts to crush your chest in its huge fist. There's nothing you can do. Wow, what a great page I found here. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, you run out of air. Everything begins to go black. You know that your friends don't stand a chance without you, but you can't hold on for long. A moment later, you fall unconscious as the Rancor crushes you in its grip. Soon, you all become dinner for the Rancor. Only Chewbacca is still alive, a captive in Jabba's dungeon. When Luke arrives, he rescues Chewbacca, but he is too late to save the rest of you. Wow. That's it. What a That's great page I turned episode. to. That was perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect of all the pages. Um, man, Malakili must have had a great day in that version of the story. Imagine what a party Malakili is throwing. You know the Rancor Keeper? The big, uh, like shirtless? Isn't he shirtless? Uh, yeah, he's uh, shirtless. Everybody's shirtless in Jabba's Palace for the most part. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Jacob here in the chat has found the website on the Wayback Machine. It just requires Flash which I'm pretty sure I don't have on any of my devices anymore. <laughs> so, excellent. I'm going to have to play around with that after the show. Uh, you're welcome to try and play around that, uh, play around with that during the show, everybody. Just be careful not to accidentally, you know, download some kind of a virus onto your computer because Flash, am I right? <laughs> What's wrong with Flash in the first place? Everything I ever did on Flash. Homestar Runner, you Ooh, know? Yeah, Homestar Runner. There was the, uh, <laughs> the Stick Fighters, right? The Stick Fighting game. Razorback yeah, I mean, baseball games in 1999? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what was wrong with Flash Player? I have no idea. Well, uh, let's dive into it, Freddie. I'm going to let you go first. I want you to just go ahead and open up to the start of your book. You're going to do a little bit of the reading for us. Uh, we're going to help do some voting. If we feel like uh, the book is terrible, we'll abandon it. We'll switch to mine. If we feel like it's not moving fast enough or it's uh, bogging down, we're just going to flip to a random page in the middle of it. And we'll go back and forth a little bit. We'll play around. We'll see if we can have uh, some fun with this. Um, Freddie, you ready to get us started? Yeah, so the first part is, uh, it's about like four pages. I don't know if you want me to skip. Yeah, yeah, give us, put us right before I'm, the decision. I'm just gonna, yeah, okay, so here, here we go. You ready, guys? Yeah. Yoda is waiting for you when you step through the archway into the lush Jedi meditation gardens. Come closer, initiates. Speak with you. I well, would. we got Yoda on this podcast. <laughs> 
As you and Jalen approach the diminutive Jedi Master, you feel his ancient eyes staring at you. It's almost as if he's trying to peer into your heart. Okay, uh, hold on, here we go. Here, here goes my voice, guys. Without a Padawan, Master Bat Aaron remains, but an excellent mentor she will be. Yoda says. One of you, her Padawan, I will make. Uh, that's that's the last I'm going to do of Yoda, that's by the way. That's not bad, Freddy. That's really not <laughs> bad. I mean, I, I don't say that lightly. I've got another podcast, and my uh, co-host is always trying to do Yoda impressions, and I'm like, no, Kevin, no more Yodas. <laughs> Yours is passable, though. I'll give you that. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Uh, you and Jalen look at each other nervously. So Yoda does plan on promoting, but only one of you? Yoda closes his eyes tightly, but somehow you feel his gaze more strongly than ever. Very close. Your two hearts are hard to choose. It is. He opens his eyes and sighs. (laughs) (laughs) A final test you must take. (laughs) See if your mind is one with the force. Concentrate. Concentrate. (laughs) So much better than I could have anticipated. (laughs) We've already in this episode got eaten by Rancor and serenaded by Freddy's Yoda. I mean, what else could you ask for? (laughs) All right, so here, here we go with the uh, choosing of the adventure. You ready? All right. Think of a number between 1 and 10. Now double it, then add 20. Next, divide by 2. Finally, subtract the number you first thought of. What is left? <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> that is exactly what it says. No. You can't see it all, but it is very long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, guys, I already put this in an Excel, so just pick a number between 1 through 10. <laughs> A nu- you pick a random number? Pick a, nam- a random number between 1 and 10. And okay. of course, okay. do all the uh, math. Let's see, we've got people in the chat. Yeah, yeah, people, go ahead and throw your number up in the chat. I'll go with three personally. We got two tens. Um, two tens got, from Eric. We got a fi- Wait, Eric, you can't vote <laughs> twice. What do you think you <laughs> we can't, All right, we got one ten, two fives. Oh my gosh, a seven from Skuma. All right, we're gonna have to. We got two fives. All right, let's go to page five. We'll go with the. We'll go with the two five. Oh nope, now we got two sevens. Hold on, we need a tiebreaker between five and seven. Who's it gonna be? Uh, Meg, have you voted yet? Five or seven? Uh, seven. Seven. All right, page seven, Freddie. All right. Pa- well, okay. <laughs> I'll pick the number seven. <laughs> Eric tried to <laughs> sway the vote. He tried to. He tried to palpatine us. <laughs> I am the Senate. Okay, so. Uh, seven times two divided, whatever. Okay, I did the math. We're going to page 12, everyone. That's crazy. Right. This is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so let's see. I'm at page 12. <laughs> well, just right there at the end. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. You think back on your Jedi training and remember something Master Windu once said. A wise Jedi knows when victory can be won alone and when it requires the might of an army. This is clearly a case of the latter. If only you can find a way to contact the council back at Coruscant. That's it! You can hack into the facility's communication systems to send a low-frequency transmission back to your ship, then have R3GO relay it to to the Republic. You rip the casing off the first comm panel you find and manually adjust the wiring, all the while hoping that your friend the janitor wasn't recovered through enough his mental manipulation to call for help. 30 seconds later, you hear the comforting beeps of your astromech droid. Argo, I need you to send this transmission on the Republic frequencies, he chirps back in the affirmative. Allies of the Republic, 
you say into the transmitter, I am a member of the Jedi Order, held prisoner by the Separatist forces on the Trandoshan moon of oh, Akoshis. There's like five S's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, of course there are. Uh, let's let's just go. By the time the Jedi Council sends a rescue party, Pit Pan Bit Panith and everyone involved with the research are are gone. And Wait, the what's his name? Makes... <laughs> Bit Panith. B i t t p a n i t h. Bit. Oh Panith. my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. You never did find <laughs> out what his top secret project was. While you live to see another day, you can f- you can't help but wonder what. What Doctor Panith will cause for the Jedi in the future? Perhaps you'll be there to fight him again. Only time will tell. So, wow. not entirely that's sure it. how that happened and how that yeah. worked, but that was that. <laughs> so that's where the end is, huh? Yep, that was the end. Wow, we missed wow. quite a bit there. I'm not sure where exactly it started and where it ended. And uh... unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not totally sure. Uh, kind of enjoyed it though. It's, it's, got, it's got some good world building. Got some good world yeah, building. Yeah. You got a bit Panith. And you got uh, you got Jalen. That's kind of a good Jedi name. Like maybe yeah, not yeah. the worst Jedi name I've ever heard. This particular uh, book that I've got, the there's a character named Peter, P E D E R. That's it's kind of an interesting, um, interesting like Star Wars problem, isn't it? It's like you've got to have some names that are really exotic, like Mithranuodo, right? You've got to have some like really alien sounding names, Bib Fortuna, right? But then you've got to have some other names that are like kind of run of the mill or even like biblical. Luke, you know? You got Luke. There's no Johns, I don't think. There's is, is there a John? There's no John. Like a pilot named John. If and anything, something. it would be, it, it would be spelt like J A H N or something. Yeah, right, right. You got Jason and Jaina, which are like the most 80s names ever. Um, yeah, Cheryl makes a good point. Kevin. There's there's a character named uh, Kevin in in uh, one of the High Republic books. I I pronounced it Kevin Kevin Tar. Uh, anyway, yeah, Kevin. You just like, hey Kevin, come fix the computers. It's like totally not a Star Wars name, which is amazing. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, over in the chat, the Spice Den is emulating Flash so that he can run this program. Oh, no. He has also. <laughs> I'm hoping he's joking. He says, I pull a Trev and record all of this and burn it to a floppy drive. Oh, no, no, he's saying, yeah, that's how you would put it in your collection. That's amazing. All right, you guys want me to take a turn with my book? Do it. All right, I'm going to go to a, the beginning, and we'll vote a little bit, and then if we get bogged down, I'll go to a random page because I found a really a really fun choice here that says, if you help Ventress defeat the Rancor. And I feel like we got to get to that page sooner or later. All right, so I just love the beginning. This first page is, is amazing, all right? Listen to this writing, everybody. This is the kind of stuff you're only going to find on Legends Look Back. Here we go. Now, don't expect the same kind of amazing acting skills that you just got from Freddy, all right? Let's set the bar, like, a little lower and then go even lower than that, okay? Because, Freddy, that was, that was amazing. Let's everybody get a, a virtual round of applause for Freddy C over there. And because that was that was absolutely out of this world. So here we go. This book begins on page four because you've got to have a couple of pages before that explaining how to log into your flash player over there through the Wayback <laughs> Machine, right? So here we go. It's a bright sunny day, and you and your best friend Peter are running through the tangled jungles of Teth, pretending General Grievous is is chasing you. 
He's behind you, Peter, you yell, laughing as Peter executes a couple of inexpert rolls along the ground to shake his pursuer. I've managed to lose him, he calls back over his shoulder, but he's wielding his four lightsabers inches from your skull and is ready to slice through it. You let out a playful shriek as the imaginary Grievous laps your head from your shoulders and you collapse, screaming in pretend agony. As you lie there, getting your breath back and looking up into the sky, you think you see a flash of silver. You rub your eyes and look again. You did see something. It looks like a ship. Peter, you call, jumping to your feet. <laughs> Peter, did you see that? Seventy feet away, Peter is standing is staring up at the sky. I always mess up staring and standing. Anybody else with me on that? All right. Pe yes. Peter is, is staring up at the sky. Yes, he saw it. Did that look like... But before you can finish your sentence, a small fleet of gunships flies directly overhead. Republic ships, says Peter excitedly, and they look like they're heading toward the Mesa and the Bomar Monk Monastery. Kaboom! A huge explosion rips through the air, and you and Peter hit the ground, even though you're well out of range of danger. Let's go have a look, says Peter, getting to his feet and dusting dirt and leaves from his tunic. This isn't a pretend battle, it's the real thing. They're firing laser cannons. The gunships must have landed at the base of the cliff. Come on! We have to go and see. Of course, you want to go and watch the Jedi battle the Separatists? For who else could they be fighting? But you could both be killed. Is that a risk you're willing to take? There must be a safer way to see what's going on without running into the thick of the battle, you say thoughtfully. Well, if you're not interested, says Peter, giving you a withering look, I'll go alone. And with that, he's off, sprinting through the trees in the direction of the towering mesa. So here's our choices, everybody. Buckle up. If you follow Peter into the thick of the action, turn to page 47. If you take a safer route, turn to page 72. So uh, 47, 72. Now, here's a classic thing you can do with the Choose Your Own Adventure books. You can kind of see which choice looks like it's going to lead to a more interesting option. So I'm going to do some flipping around, give you my uh, best informed kind of the cheat of a guess. If you don't want my guess when I'm actually doing some flipping through, you can go ahead and put your number in the chat, either 47 or 72. Uh, 47 is running into the thick of it. 72 is the safer option. 47, 72. What are you guys going to guess, Meg, Freddie? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the thick of the action. So 47 for, uh, for Freddie, Meg? 72. The safer route. Predictable. <laughs> All right. They both, they both look like they're interest, uh, leading to interesting places. We got a 47 and a 72 tied here. Now we've got 72. That uh, puts that as the lead so far. We'll give it another uh, few seconds here. To figure out, okay, we're solving this in, in real time, I gotta say, hey, this is even more fun than I anticipated. Thanks everybody for doing this with us live. Really enjoying it. Okay, 72 is the winner. Here we go. You're watching Peter disappear into the heart of the jungle when, without warning, you hear the sound of trees crashing and a heavy thunk coming from behind you. This can't be good, you murmur to yourself. You realize you're caught between a battle and an unknown assailant. Abruptly, a huge form of an AT-8 ATTE Walker looms above the tree line about 300 feet away from where you're standing and it's coming straight for you. Hiding in a bush nearby, you watch the ATTE approach. The ground jolts with every step and from your hiding place, you soon spot the clone troopers advancing behind their imposing forward guard. It looks like the separatists have started something and the Republic means to finish it. You think to yourself, and I intend to help them. 
The first thing you need to do is make contact with the clone troopers and offer your assistance. But will they take it or will they treat you like a stupid youngling? <laughs> Perhaps you're better off doing things your own way. Another choice, everybody. Here we go. If you help the clone troopers, turn to page 124. If you do things your own way, turn to page 134. All right. Help the clone troopers, 124. Do things your own way, 134. Now, I had followed these choices a little earlier in the pre-show. I believe 134 leads us to a lengthy section of reading. 124 is going to lead us... Okay, this is where it gets confusing. The problem with this, doing the books this way, is if you get to a dead end, you don't know how to turn back unless you leave your finger in it. But I just got these, and I don't want to mess them up by leaving them open too much. Okay, put your guesses in the chat, 124 or 134. Which way are we going to go? Uh, Cheryl says 134, do things your own way. Um, we've got uh, 30 if you know judo. Well, I think, isn't that what you know? Freddie, you know judo? That is. I guess I have to say 30 now. So. Jiu-jitsu? Uh, I do know judo, so I guess 30. 30, I have to go with Wes on this one. <laughs> What's the difference between judo and jiu-jitsu? Uh, jiu-jitsu is the, I would say, the, the uh, you could almost call it like the parent of judo. It's the... It's an older martial art that it's the legends from, to the canon. Yeah, it's it's like the legends to the canon exactly. There you go. Been looking at whether or not we're going to send our daughter to martial arts, and I was like, yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, go to California and let her train with Freddie at some point. Give her like a long <laughs> paddle one braid. Okay, letting the answers roll in here. We got one thirty-four across the board. Here we go. You'll do things your own way or not at all. You know from experience that your elders just uh, tend to just pat you on the head in a patronizing way and ignore whatever you say. This book like needs to go to therapy or something. Goodness. <laughs> the ATTE is only about 70 feet from you now and closing, and the clone troopers are so close you can clearly hear their comlinks cracking and popping with orders. The writing style in this is not terrible. You know, I mean, I've read worse. Um, honestly, what's crazy is uh, I was talking to a friend the other day, a bit of a tangent. I'll get back to the book. Um got a buddy who's read exactly two star wars books you want to take a guess what they are freddie um i'll give you a hint they're classic yeah they're classic but they're not necessarily good oh gosh he's read exactly two star wars books and one of them is splinter of the mind's eye oh i was i was just gonna say that (laughs) so so first of all uh someone in the chat nia lewis uh thinks splinter of the mind's eye sounds a lot like harry potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and I had to had to disagree with it. <laughs> she also thinks your hair looks nice, Freddie. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, back into this. You decide. Uh, you need to decide what you're going to do now before they stumble upon you by accident. Crack. That's all caps. C R A hyphen A C K exclamation point. I was hoping that like the new comics podcast would actually go with a name like that, like one of these onomatopoeias. Can you imagine like our comic show being called Crack, a Star Wars comics <laughs> podcast? I mean, that would be amazing. For some reason, they didn't go with my idea. I don't know why. All right. Suddenly, your decision is made for you. The ATTE, while forging its way through the jungle, has broken off a huge branch from the tree that hangs over the bushes where you're hiding, and it comes tumbling down. You hear the fearful sound and look up just in time, flinging yourself out of your hiding place just as the branch crashes to the ground, flattering the bush, flattening the bush <laughs> under its weight. Different word. 
Now you're lying on your back, frozen with fear, blah, blah, blah. Look out, you hear a clone trooper yell a warning, uh, yell a warning. It's enough to snap you out of your trance and you roll out of the way as its foot pounds into the ground only inches from where you're lying. Skipping over to the next page because this is uh, quite a lengthy section here. On your feet, you hear a trooper bark. And opening your eyes, you see that you're surrounded by clones. They're drawn blasters pointing right at you. You sit up slowly, giving the troopers plenty of time to see you're unarmed and look around, weighing your options. Behind you, the ATTE you've just avoided being flattened by is moving inexorably toward forward through the jungle, but you can hear more on their way and can just make out of uh, make out the top of one coming toward you. It should be here any minute. On your feet, I said, repeats the trooper, and... Um, this time, the rest of the clones that have you surrounded lower their weapons and fall back, allowing you to clamor to your feet. I'm a Tathan youngling, you say in a small, pathetic voice, wishing you could fake some tears to add to your act. I'm unarmed. The approaching ATTE lurches into the clearing, and the clone troopers shuffle out of the oncoming path, and that's the moment you've been waiting for. You fling yourself onto the foot of the metallic beast, and holding on tightly, it carries you high up into the air and away. <gasps> from the clones now here's the crazy thing uh sometimes in these books it just you get to the bottom of a page and it says go to another random page in the book it's not a choice the story is continuing now freddie why in the world do you think we're about to turn from page 134 to page 16 like how do you think they put these things together they just like <sighs> take out all the pages and like put yeah. them on the ground like one of those maps that you have to like trace a murder like solve an investigation with like the string and the push pins so i'm glad you, you put that these up. things together I have no idea. I feel like there's a lot of unnecessary going back and forth. So earlier I did my math wrong. I apologize, everyone. Uh -oh. It turns out that that the math that I, I did, no matter what number you pick, it's always going to say the number 10 for some reason. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so I, I actually went back, but it, it goes back from number 10 to number 56 to whatever. And then <laughs> before you know it, you're you're just reading the same, you know. Okay, turn to page 42, turn to page 92, and it's just continuing. Yeah. There's no choices. Turn a to page 93. A lot of times <laughs> these books will start that way. The first, like, 30 yeah. pages will be pretty straight narrative a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. So and, where and does so that it's more toward from? the end of the book where you've got to make a decision. I think we're kind of at the point, Freddie, where I think it would be good for us to try to find a random page in this and get ourselves killed. What do you think? Oh, let's, let's try. All right. I'm going to try to find that choice that had Ventress and the Rancor um that sounded pretty cool don't you think it did all right we'll see Let's if we can see. find it we'll see if we can find it uh helping ventress on this page um everybody this has been a little bit of a different show so thanks for hanging out with us it's kind of uh, an interesting goofy wacky april fool's day it's been a ton of fun we have really enjoyed it let's do this one final let's let's get ourselves good and dead and then we're going to move on to the next part of the show we're going to uh, actually play with an audio original choose your own adventure from our buddy kevin scott coming up next all right here we go you shove a crate toward ventress sidestep out of her way and run toward the door but it won't budge Stupid Tathan, laughs Ventress maniacally. Meg, do you have like a Ventress voice you could do for us? You do a Ventress impression? Absolutely Ventress. not. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I'm not going to try. Did you really think I'd leave you an escape route? Suddenly, the Rancor gives a roar and, using its fangs, rips the gate off his hinges. Ow, I just threw my neck out with that gesture I did. <laughs> Live on the air. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, did you guys see that? I did. I was impersonating the Rancor and totally put a crick in my neck. All right, here we go. It's fine. Everything's fine. It was good. How are you? 
Uh, <laughs> Rancor gives a roar and using its fangs calmly rips the gate off its hinges and steps into the corridor. And did you know uh, that was going to happen? You yell, picking up a crate, hurling it at the Rancor, who swats it out of the way as if it were an insect. Ventress, brandishing her lightsaber, jumps fearlessly toward the Rancor, which gnashes its teeth, slobber flecking her face. But the Rancor's arms are so long she can't get close enough to it to land the blow. While you hurl metal chests at the monster, Ventress dives around the chamber, trying to surprise it, but the Rancor dodges her every attack while making sure to stand between you and the exit. Man, the writing in this is fantastic. Now, there is only one way to defeat the Rancor, Ventress shouts at you. You distract the beast, and I will attack it from behind. Yes, you will. All right, so if um, you help Ventress defeat the Rancor, Turn to page 130. If you make a run for the gate, turn to page 68. So, which one is it? Do we help defeat the Rancor? Or do we... What was it? Uh, 130 or 68. Help Ventress or run for it. So, here's the... Your time to vote, everybody, here in the chat. We've got uh, surely some people still hanging with us. In this very unusual episode in which we have uh, now had a duel with Destiny in the Rancor. Oh, we got a super chat no. from, <laughs> from Wes. No. $5. Here's the thing, Wes. None of the three of us get to pocket that $5 directly. So this, the super chat means absolutely nothing to us other than the fact that it's this nice shade of green. So it's like pleasant to look at. Meg, he and wants it. Give the that... people what they want. Give the people <laughs> yep. what they want. Give the people what they want. I'll, I'll make you a deal. So I'll make you a deal. Here's the line. Okay. <laughs> if you want it that bad, the next time we're live, I'll give it to you. Okay, next time we're live. Is that acceptable, okay. Wes? You're the one oh that's paid God. for the super chat. I don't want to do it. <laughs> we gotta give meg time to practice her venturous voice it's only gonna work meg if you shave your head <laughs> all right uh 130 or looks like 130 is the winner here we go we're gonna help defeat the rancor 130 flipping over here Whew, man i'm gonna need an extra glass of water after all this we're still not dead everybody we're still going strong i'm gonna go ahead and skip a little farther down, otherwise the show is going to take forever. Um, you hear Ventress deactivate her lightsaber and jump off the still shuddering body of the Rancor. Okay, apparently the Rancor is dead, by the way. And uh, the next moment, she's pulling you out of its grasp and across the dirt floor. You showed great courage, youngling, she says, with something like respect. But your injuries are grave. I don't know how much longer you will last. All right, now we're talking. Let's die. Come on. I'm dying, you ask in a small voice. Oops, let me try that again. I'm dying, you ask in a small voice. <laughs> the Rancor's claws have pierced your body, says Ventress quietly. There's nothing I can do to save you. Only my master, Count Dooku, can help you now. Bum, bum, bum. Count Dooku, you say, your voice trailing off. He can harness the powers of the dark side and may be able to save your life, she says. The choice is yours, youngling. Oh, man, this stuff's getting good, isn't it? Ooh, it's really getting that good. Was All awesome. Right. If you join the dark side in order to save your own life. All right, I'm so glad we've got it. if you join the dark side uh, choice here. That's like a classic example of uh, like a, what a good Star Wars choose-your-own-adventure can do. If you turn to the dark side in order to save your, your loved ones from dying, that's excellent. Turn to page 188 
for the dark side, or if you would rather die than join the dark side. Turn to page 127. I feel like this is really going to put our audience to the test, don't you think, Freddie? We're really going to see what they're made of here. Yeah, I think I know we're our, a majority of our Utini fans are definitely going to go with the dark side. <laughs> Cheryl, says, Cheryl says she would rather die in Ventress's arms. So uh, we got one vote for page 127. I, I'm kind of interested in the dark side option, I've got to admit. 188, it also feels like it's very near the back of the book, and I would kind of like to wrap it up. So that's going to be my vote. Uh, what's your vote, Freddie? Dark side or death? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> Dark side or death on your casual Thursday night? Wes is Wes is voting for the uh, dark side. All right, I voted dark side, so it's two to one so far. Let's do it. What do you say? Let's do it. Here we go. I, I, I'll join the dark side. You whisper, hardly believing what you're saying, and looking up into Ventress's face, you don't see the exultant expression. You would have expected from a ruthless dark acolyte, but you see the pitying look of a creature that knows what the decision may cost you. Wow. The end. That was so good. Epic ending, isn't it? Wow. So here's the thing. It's not the canonical ending. Like, There's got to be a way, of course, to explore to get to like the right version of the story. And that's what's interesting with all of these. We're going to dip our toe for like five minutes here into canon. There are a number of canon recent choose-your-own-adventure books from none other than the legend, the myth, the British, Kevin Scott himself. <laughs> um, he, of course, has written Choose Your Own Destiny, Choose Your Destiny, A Han and Chewy Adventure. And I've read all of these. They're great. They're very good. In fact, if you get the print versions, they've got full-color illustrations throughout, which is super dope. Uh, they've got uh, A Han and Chewy Adventure. I believe that was a solo tie-in, so it's like Alden Ironreichs. Um mm. Han Solo that came out in 2018 and 2019, these four books did. So you've got a Luke and Leia adventure. Uh, there's an Obi-Wan and Anakin adventure. I think that was my favorite of the four. And then a Finn and Poe adventure. So we're kind of covering all the different eras here, aren't we, Freddie? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I had no idea that they had those until you uh, brought it up to me. So I'm curious to see what they, how they go. Now, here's what's really fun. Not only has he written these four print choose-your-own adventure books he has actually written i think these are some of the the rarest the least known the most under the radar canon books in existence which is why we're going to cover them on this show because yeah we do legends but we also do you know random obscure crazy stuff and that's exactly what this is kevin scott himself has written what do we have one two three four five six alexa skill adventures these are exclusively for Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. There are three of them that are free, and then there's a, a bigger pack of the rest of the stories you have to pay, I think, $10 for. You have to go onto Amazon. It's a little bit tricky to enable the skill in the first place. But then once you've got it, I mean, these are like full audio adaptations. It really is. I just want everybody to hear for a minute here the tremendous quality, not just of the writing itself, but of the voice acting. And here's the crazy thing. With each and every one of these stories, whether we're talking about the print um, the four stories I just mentioned there, or these Alexa stories, these are canon if you choose the right option. That is, right? Uh, these are canon oh. if you make the right choices. Um, that's kind of wild. Have you, have you read any of these, Meg? I know you're, you're, you're pretty well caught up on canon books. Do I have you beat with these? I'm I, thinking I do. Yeah, I haven't read them yet. Y All right, win. well, here we go. You're going to get to read part of one right now. 
let's do it. So I'm gonna, this is a little bit of an experiment, everybody. I'm actually going to mute my audio as I summon this device uh, because the, the smart devices in your houses, I don't want to go off. I'm gonna summon it and I'm gonna turn my audio back on and we're going to listen to a part of whatever random story my daughter and I were in the middle of last time that we died and had to stop because I got infuriated and couldn't figure out what, were the, what was the right choice. So what these actually do well, what's even better than the the, um, the print versions of the books, is if you make a wrong choice, it says, would you like to go back and choose, uh, pick up where you left off? And you're actually going to see that my impression is not all that terrible. <laughs> well, maybe it is. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Alexa, play Star Wars Choose Your Destiny. This adventure is based on a book series designed for kids eight and up. You guys hear it okay? This Star Wars yeah. Adventure will be <laughs> holding my Kindle right up into the microphone. Could lead to triumph or to disaster. I don't know where the speaker is on this thing. You were last listening yeah, to right here looks good. A smuggler mission. Would you like to hear what happens next? Absolutely, I would. <laughs> I didn't quite get that. You were last listening to a smuggler mission. Would you like to hear what happens next? Yes. <laughs> Let's pick up where you left off. You grab the sonic pulsar, but jump back as thick gas spreads from its case. Gross. The pulsar was booby-trapped. Booby-trapped! But your head spins as you breathe in the fumes. Everything goes black, and you crash to the floor. Oh, well, you eventually starting off with death. Tied to a chair. Nope, tied to a chair like Corrin Horn. do this all night but let's 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 see out this one last decision all right let's see if you can guys help me make a better decision you're gonna steal them there's no way kate will sell you anything not after the business with the water purifiers but she won't be able to stop you helping yourself i don't like this not one bit i mean listen to that acting we've got like multiple actors here that's great yeah, like sound effects My kids and I do these at dinner all the time. We die. We die a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You creep into the darkened store, running the light along shelves piled high with equipment and weaponry. There's everything from magnifol shields to squib rifles. What? Squid rifles? Yeah, sounds right. Oh, that's right. I remember this now. Yeah. I took him and died. Yep. Sonic Pulsar. Just stick to the electro bafflers. A. Take the Sonic Pulsar. What do we think, guys? Take the Sonic Pulsar again. I I think I've tried both of these and have died either way. So let's try one of them. Fortunately, it's listening to me right now. We'll see if it can understand the fact that I'm on a podcast. I'm probably the first person to ever podcast while doing one of these stories. Let's do B. B. Tell yourself to stick to the plan 
and slipping three bafflers into your jacket pocket, you hurry back out. You're just locking the door when three Imperial Stormtroopers come around the corner. Three Imperial Stormtroopers. Get back from there. What do you do? A. Run. B. Try to talk your way out of it. Or C. Blast them. Blast them. Think, uh, a, B, or C, everybody. Blast them. Uh, uh, Freddy says blast them. C. Yeah, of course, because I was podcasting. Yeah, it understood me. All right. Space. She must have come back to make sure you didn't end up in trouble. What do you do? A. Leave Psycon. Alright, let's see if we can die. Can do. B. Ask Cage to help you rescue Psycon. A. Let's, let's, yeah. Come on. Kill me. I <laughs> uh, didn't quite get that. Your choices are A. Leave Psycon. Kill me, Kevin. There's nothing you can do. I need to cheat sheet. Rescue Psycon. <laughs> A. What's fun is I actually know somebody There's on Reddit who custom printed these so they could have them on their shelves. They transcribed every word. That's insane. Offering the merchant every credit you own if she'll let you go. Really? You'll give up your friend just like that? Shaking her head, she snatches the cred chips from I'm a rat like that. There's another way out back. Hurry. She leads you through the store, saying she never wants to see you again. And she lets you out into a dingy side alley, like you're ever coming back. You run to the docking base, only to find crew and a band of black hole enforcers waiting for you beside black the hole enforcers. What are those? It's time to pay your debts. All right, that's about it. What do you enough. do? A. Give them the game machines. B. Try to fight your way out. B. Surely they're going to blast us to death, right? Here we go. <laughs> you try to take on the black hole gang, but don't stand a chance. Especially without Psycon at your side. You're forced back behind the steel wings landing rig, hiding behind the hydraulic strut as blaster shots ricochet off the hull. Throwing your own weapon aside, you shout your surrender. Crew smirks. With no credits to your name. You're going to have to work for her until you've paid off your debt. Great. Slavery. Awesome. Don't worry. It'll only take, oh, I don't know, 20 years or so. Welcome to the Black Hole Gang. The end. Can you go back and make better decisions? Good smugglers always have a few surprises up their sleeves. Would you like That's to try so cool. your luck again? You have two options. All right, yeah, there it is. It's over. All right, so we're going to have to send a clip of this to Kevin that we did part of this on the show. Uh, hopefully we don't get some kind of takedown notice. We only did like a very small portion of it, snippet. Hey, we got to let people know about these things. They're so much fun. Seriously, I can think of like a handful of Star Wars stories I've ever had as much fun with as uh, I've had as you know, with doing these with my kids. Um, it's normally at dinner, so it's like around bites of pasta with food in our mouths, and it's typically... <laughs> Whoever doesn't have food in their mouth is the one that gets to make the decision, which is a lot of fun. That's 
true. Um, I've, I know mean, we've had these for a few months and we haven't made it through all of them because honestly, we've done a lot of dying. Well, guys, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, Freddie, you think we should do something like this again? <laughs> or is it a one-time I thing? I think so. I, I mean, it, you know, one of these days we can do uh, maybe a Utini game nights where we actually read a, a yeah, pretty yeah. good amount of it or play Star Wars Galaxies, either one. I know nothing about rpgs or star wars galaxies so uh, uh the sky's the limit on these well guys i've seen some fun comments in the chat everybody uh, seems to have had a fun time it's been a little different but i've quite enjoyed it now there's one other uh, legends choose your own adventure book that has come up once one other time on the show freddie you remember when we had trevor on for the episode um about the death star like uh, the legends history of the death star plans yes yes i remember that Definitely one of our uh, you know better rated episodes. People really enjoyed that. Well, he dug up, a, as Trevor does, and only Trevor can do, he dug up a, a, a random, classic, old, crusty, uh, forgotten about Legends book called Rebel Dawn. It was a choose-your-own-adventure only ever published in the UK about a Jedi named Kian Farlander who is one of the people who stole the Death Star plans in Legends. And so that was the one I really wanted to read on this episode. Would you believe it, Freddie, that a choose-your-own-adventure that was only ever published in the UK is actually super hard to get your hands on from a collectability standpoint? That's wild. <laughs> you would so never if anybody, think. <laughs> if anybody's able to find that, uh, I would love it. And if you send it to me, we'll do it here on the show. Doesn't matter what day of the week, we'll start streaming. Uh, I'll emergency call Meg. We'll start the stream right, right then, right there. If it shows up at my doorstep, uh, we will do the thing. Now, a little bit of news. Next week, there will be no live show on uh, Thursday, April 8th. No live show, but we're doing something we've never done before, and that is we are going to be doing a live YouTube premiere debut right here on YouTube at our normal time. So at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, if you go to YouTube like you normally would for a live show, there will be a Legends Look Back video show, and we will, at least most of us, hopefully, probably, no guarantees, definitely are going to be here in the chat uh, talking about the episode with you live uh, while it's happening the episode is going to be recorded this weekend due to time zones, and uh, we're going to have our buddy Trevor from Across the Pond coming on the episode for a, an episode, honestly, that we've hyped quite a bit. Freddie, uh, tell him what we're talking about this Saturday. The Lost Stories of Legends. That's that's the main theme, right? And we've that's got right. we've got legends books that have never been published before, that have never seen the light of day that uh, somehow Jared has in his hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I custom printed this copy of um, The Heart of the Jedi. We're going to be talking about uh, the the in-between short story novella in between Dark Empire 1 and 2 called Lightsider that uh, we may or may not have been able to get our hands on. Totally above board and uh, not illicitly at all. And um, it's a big secret. Can't tell you where we got it, but we've got it. And we're going to talk about it. And we're going to be talking about, I would like to consider this, Freddie, the first ever roundtable on Star Wars books that were never published, that never saw the light of day. We're making history here on Legends Look Back. This is going to be great. Uh, I'll give you a little tease, okay? I was doing some reading tonight for this book, and I, I kid you not, and if you want more details on this, you're going to have to come back next Thursday night. In the passage I was reading in Heart of the Jedi, we're going to talk about this Saturday, debuting this Thursday, that is... R2-D2 gives Luke Skywalker a bath. <laughs> I kid you not. It happens. He scratches. A little higher, R2. Yeah, that's right. He gives. He gives. He scratches his bath in the bathtub. It's amazing. I can't wait to talk about this. It's going to be great. Woo! 
That does it for this week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on Legends Look Back. Thanks to our incredible patrons who, of course, have allowed us to upgrade our audio and video. And I am uh, now plugging the list, finding the list of our high-ranking page- patrons. It's somewhere around here. I'm supposed to read this on the show. Eh, I can't find it. You know who you are. Cheryl's definitely one. Freddie, you're one, too. <laughs> Eric's parents. There's more of them. I... Yeah, we'll get it. We'll figure it out. Thank you to our incredible patrons. Uh, I've got a new microphone uh, for the last couple of weeks. You, you can tell our video is messing up less, looking a little crisper. <laughs> so thanks to our incredible patrons who have helped us get to this point. If you would like your thoughts read on the show, other than voting, of course, on how to kill uh, me and Freddie and Meg with our Choose Your Own Adventures, you can, of course, submit any kind of feedback for us. Legends Look Back at utini.com. You can send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube or... You can, of course, find us on Twitter at our main account, at Legends Look Back. Or um, you can find Freddie at... Wake Up Freddy. Or Meg. At Meg Dowell. Or me, personally, I'm at Jared Q. Mays, and I totally didn't delete Twitter from my phone. So you can definitely reach me there. Absolutely. It's going to be great. Uh, of course... If you would like to uh, give us some kind of feedback on how you think the show is going, you know what another thing you can do is you can leave us a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast catcher, podcatcher app. You can let us know how much you love Legends Look Back and how fun it is to kill us via Rancors or any other way. If you're looking to buy some of these books, such as this five-book Choose Your Own Destiny Clone Wars Adventure series, you can go on over to utini.com, click on a Amazon link in the profile, and you can, of course, um, pick up your own copy of the books and throw us that 4% of the sale to help us keep Utini afloat. Uh, remember everybody you can also go on over there and leave us a review let us know what you think of these books and uh, also of course remember to keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom thanks everybody tonight has been an absolute blast may the force be with you this is a Utini broadcast Come closer, initiates. Speak with you, I would. That was an absolutely wild episode.